0: I'm Andrew Wilton
1: and I'm Carol Lawless
0: and welcome to 7 Questions Peterborough Hey Carol and we got a real treat today. We've got a 12-year-old actor. His name is Avery Esteves, and I learned about him because a colleague at work told me that this is a kid that is exciting to talk to, very engaging, and is doing some really neat things in the acting business.
1: Yeah, he's um, he's an actor. He does voiceover. He's done commercials, some uh, mini-series. And I also heard that he's worked with somebody else in Peterborough that we love, Linda Cash. So I'm really excited to meet Avery. And
2: here here he comes. comes.
1: and a lot of voiceover work for a long time and uh, Andrew and I both wanted to know we do like to find out funny stories so we wanted to know if you can tell us a time when you were acting and something really made you laugh well
3: I was filming during March break of well a horror film on this really spooky barn and it was a completely serious scene and the prop director allowed me to name a prop, and it was a prop baby pig. So I'm like, hmm, what should I name this prop baby pig for a horror film? And I'm, how about, this is scary, crispy P. Bacon.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and did it cause the whole set to, to start laughing or what happened?
3: Well, it caused the whole set to start laughing multiple occasions. Sometimes not intended. Right. right.
0: (laughs) It's like crispy bacon. Come on over here.
3: Yeah.
0: And what is it like filming a a scary film?
3: It's actually scarier to be filming it than to watch it. um, Because in one scene, I was trudging through a forest and I got all over me and that was the mm. scary part
0: so, right <laughs> <laughs> I hate that I hate and those burrs
3: yeah I have a warming blanket too so it's like it got stuck in the warming blanket and
0: <laughs> oh, oh, oh so, so between shots you put a warming blanket on because you're wearing a t-shirt or something or? um
3: I'm wearing I was wearing pajamas like oh. outside the entire time it's oh. like minus 20
0: I always wondered about those films whether they faked the snow so that characters could wear
3: but you're out there pajamas. in the cold hey? yeah yeah, yeah. It's not normally fake stuff, is <laughs> it? Wow.
0: Well, question number two. What actor inspires you so much you wish that they would be the person to give an award to you?
3: Well, here's the thing. I don't really have a favorite actor, but the thing I more look for than for someone to give an award for me is that I'm more looking for the like what they're doing in the scene. I'm more looking for how they put on the character rather than the actor themselves, because mm. it transforms them from the actual world
0: well i think what you're saying is that between shots you'll see like the normal person yeah and then the camera goes on and it's they a completely change a completely different person
1: oh, so you're yeah. not really so you relate to them more i guess in their character than you would as a yes. person, right? Yes, I would. Well, that makes sense, hmm. right? I
0: guess the question I was thinking about is, there is there someone that's a hero for you?
3: Well, um, that's an actor. i got to say the actor for Harry Potter.
0: Oh, oh. <laughs> Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah. Yes. What a actor that can do so many different things. I mean, he wasn't pigeonholed in that Harry Potter film. Yeah. Because a lot of actors can get stuck in a role and only be seen as that person forever mm-hmm. yeah. and he's a person that really has broken out of the mold and been able to do all kinds I think he's done Broadway as well and yeah. in New York City um, and uh, I've seen him in different kinds of roles that are very different from Harry Potter is, is is that a reason why you're inspired by him
3: yes actually because he can change from one thing to another like really quick and that's what you have to do as an
0: actor mm-hmm, mm-hmm. wow that's neat
1: how old are you? I am twelve years old. Okay. Twelve years old. <laughs> twelve going on thirty.
0: Yeah. Gee, I wish I had that uh, <laughs> that knowledge and wisdom at twelve. I think I was maybe just finished with my GI Joes at that point. <laughs> <laughs> and I really loved my bike.
1: Well, at that point, of course you did. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I guess I'm still number. I'm number three. Um, where do you like to go for dinner in Peterborough or if it was a special event?
3: Well, there is one specific location that I absolutely love in Peterborough mm-hmm. and it's called One Fine Food. It's amazing. I love it. They have margarita pizza that tastes oh. like...
0: <laughs> <It's> <laughs> what's amazing. A, what's a margarita pizza? I've heard of, I've heard of them, but I've never you had don't know? I, I don't know. Wow. Tell um, me what's on Well,
3: it. A margarita pizza is basically... Like a wood fire pizza oven pizza, mm. like at one. Um, and then they put basil on top, drizzle it with olive oil. It's
1: And wow. It's like
0: wow, you know
1: tomatoes, what? lots of tomatoes, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. And cheese, but no meat, right? No meat.
0: Oh, okay. Are okay. you a vegetarian or you just like that style?
1: Well, I just really like that style. Yeah, margarita um,
0: pizza. Yeah. I've been to One Fine Food because I was. Going for the pizza as well. <laughs> yeah. I was always hoping to find a wood-fired pizza place in Peterborough. And when they opened, we'd heard about it. And my son loves the wood-fired pizza too. And so yeah. we went down and loved it. But th- there's other things about that shop I love as well.
3: Oh yeah, the shop part is really nice.
0: Yeah, it's got so many different uh, foods that, from all over the world. And yeah. well, what have you thought about One five Food, Carol?
1: You know, it's really interesting that you said that because um, I work at the New Canadian Centre yeah. and we just had a big event called One Night in the Philippines. And guess who catered who? the event? Edward Rama from One Fine Foods. That's insane. Yes. And it was probably the best food we have ever had. And you know, we started off with maybe 10 dishes and we ended up having 30 <laughs> and uh, he coordinated the whole thing. So it was really wonderful. So. I think uh, also I would say that one fine food is my favorite place too. Yeah. Yeah. That's 30, 30 foods. That's a lot, That's of, a food. lot of food. It is. It's a lot of food. A lot of Filipino <laughs> food. I'm trying to
0: think what else they have there. It's, uh, there's a lot of Italian food there. Yes. There's yes. pastas. Um, what else? They've have got you a had beautiful
1: there? market and a butcher mm. and gelato. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, what else?
0: Yeah, I haven't uh, tried the gelato, but I, is that maybe the only place in town that you can get gelato? I'm not sure.
3: Yes,
1: I yeah. think it might be.
0: <laughs> Carol, Andrew? do you want to go on to number 4?
1: And um, we can go to One Fine Food after we wrap up <laughs> if you that's all that you're gonna Yeah, let's say. go there. Okay, alright.
0: We are going to take a little time away from our interview with Avery so Carol can find out what's going on over at One Fine Food.
1: So we're here with Chef Blair at One Fine Foods and as per our podcast with Avery Estevez, Avery has cited his favorite place to come and eat is One Fine Food and so we thought we would check in with Chef Blair and maybe he could share with us what makes it so special to come and enjoy a meal here at One Fine Food.
2: Well, I think um, a number of things. but. know since inception in 2017 I think the restaurant has been very um, farm-to-table focused which you know the terms very cliche however um, you know when you you're pulling in some of the best raw ingredients from both locally and imported from Italy to kind of stay true to our Italian cuisine um, it kind of really places an emphasis on that farm-to-table style of cuisine Um, all of our As I said all of our ingredients come from local suppliers um, and you know we process everything in the restaurant um, from from root stage so you know we work with a few local farmers who provide us with the best of what they have uh, when they have it and um, as far as our import ingredients go we when the team was starting up and beginning kind of recipe development and food development they did a lot of research and they did a lot of, really did their due diligence um, when it comes to sourcing everything that we have here um, and we've just kind of taken that approach and run with it
1: awesome and Avery says his favorite thing to have here is the uh, the margarita pizza and I noticed that you're you're stoking up the wood fire uh, oven there um, how many pizzas would you make in a day would you would you would you say on a busy day
2: Wow, that's a tough one. Um, Every day I feel like is different than another, but you know, um, I would say anywhere from 40 to 80. Um, Being that we do, you know, a wide variety of things, I think um, a lot of people do come here for the pizza, and I think that's kind of a testament to the amount of work that went into the recipe development when, you know, the kind of the mastermind behind the whole concept was really dabbling in the food a lot. They took a lot of trial runs to really get that dough recipe perfected. And you know, it's not, it's not something that you throw everything into a mixer and it's ready. It's really a three-day process from start to finish, and I think that really reflects in both the flavor and the texture of the dough. And you know, we make, obviously, the sauce is made here. And it's simple. We don't try to overcomplicate things. The sauce is, tomatoes, basil, garlic, olive oil, and salt. So, you know, you, you'll you see a lot of places that really just overcomplicate complicate things. Um, but we really try to stay true to the nature of the ingredients and really emphasize the quality of them.
1: Well, that's awesome. And I mean, uh, that's one of the things that Avery said, you know, he loves the, the basil, the flavor of that. So obviously, simplicity is best and uh, you've mastered that here. So thank you so much for your time, Chef Blair.
2: Oh, my pleasure. Look forward to seeing you soon.
1: Avery how did you get started as an actor
3: well it's kind of an odd story but when I was like very little I used to be like a class clown in class obviously like you can tell right now I'm a complete (laughs) class clown but um (laughs) back then when I was a class clown my parents thought what can we do with this negative like talking in class I was talking way too much Mm. and I was very verbal so my parents decided hey um, is there anything that we can do about this and then I'm like "Uh, why don't I try out being an actor so we got an agent and then we got started
0: Wow and can you tell us a little bit about some of the different things you've been doing as an actor
3: well it's Mostly TV and movies right now. I used to do a ton of commercials. It's kind of funny, but it was a popular restaurant commercial. I had to eat, like, maybe 10 pounds of ribs.
0: (laughs) Do you still like ribs?
3: Oh, I love ribs, but not there. (laughs) Uh, And also, I had to eat a ton of chicken. So um, in that one scene where I was eating chicken at the dinner table... Um, they, they told me to, like, that you could spit out the food, and I, I didn't want to be rude, so I just ate pounds of chicken.
0: Oh. <laughs>
3: and I felt like I was going to throw up, but my mom and I had to laugh after.
0: After. <laughs> I can only imagine eating all that food.
1: You don't even want to imagine it. yeah So what kind of things did you do in class that were, I'm curious, mm-hmm. what kind of things that you know made you the class clown.
3: Well, not technically class clown, but basically, I talked out a ton because I was a very, very verbal kid, and okay. I talked too much. Okay. So I was always that one kid who, like, talked to other kids while we were supposed to be paying
1: attention to the teacher. Right. <laughs> you get excited and have a, and just... Yep, that was me. And animated.
0: So okay. I was reading about that you um, were involved in the Second City Improv program.
1: Yes, I so was that? for a
3: time. Um, it was a couple summers ago, and I was trying out the improv camp because I wanted to, well, just test my acting skills. Mm-hmm. And then after that camp, it like it was really fun. It was a lot of like learning how to do different types of improv, like reacting to odd things that throw you off during a scene. Also, whenever, like, say... You're in, you're in a scene and it's normal at the start. It's like a normal conversation. Then you can add in, like, make it spooky. Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. look over there. And it's like, instead of, oh my gosh, look over there.
0: Right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And was the kids your age in that?
3: Yes, it was, actually. Mm-hmm. It was basically all kids my age. And, yeah, it was really fun. But I can tell it really improved my improv skills.
0: Oh, I bet.
1: Because improv is really tough, right? Yeah. It's, it, it's something you've got to be, you've got to be really paying attention to what's going on around you, yeah. right, to pick up. Yeah, it's a, it's a real skill to it be looks, able to do It looks, when you that. see
0: someone who does improv well, it, it seems so easy. And then if you try it yourself, I mean, even playing charades, I have a problem. <laughs> 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 and what's this, um, I was reading also about you working at Market Hall on The Last Wife. What was that play about?
3: Well, it was not... It was a reading. It wasn't a play. It was just testing if the people would like to see it. Um, But me, my acting coach, and a bunch of other amazing stage actors, um, we decided... Well, not we decided, but I decided um, that I'd do the play with them too. Mm -hmm. I was was invited to do it, so I said, why not? It's going to be my first theater thing, but let's try it. So... It was really a fun thing because you just got to read out loud, but yeah. uh, the thing is, it's like kind of weird stuff for my age. It's mm-hmm. about like, if you were to rate it, it be R. Oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Oops. And you said you wanted, before we turned the, the recording on, you said you wanted to give a shout out to your acting coach.
3: Oh yeah, yeah. Um, my acting coach, Linda Cash, she's the most kind person I've ever met. She is the most patient in the world. So say you like screw up a line 40 times, she will help you through it every single time and make sure that you improve. It's like amazing to see what you can do.
0: And and, uh, like we say in so many shows uh, about this small thing about Peterborough and the small world we have here. (laughs) I know Linda Cash and you know Linda Cash. And Yet, we've got a world-class acting coach right here in our own backyard, along with a world-class actor in A.
3: I wouldn't say world-class.
0: You're on your way. (laughs) (laughs) Well, number five. What's a really difficult lesson you have learned?
3: One of the lessons I have learned about acting, and it's probably the most important one yet, is that you won't book an audition every time. So don't get too cocky about it. What I'm meaning by this is that whenever... It's like surfing. Waves come and go, uh, and you have to paddle up deeper, like trying more hard to mm-hmm. land auditions, mm-hmm. practicing and everything, like practicing for surfing. Mm-hmm. So eventually you'll catch a wave, and when you catch that wave, many more waves will come for you to, wow, for that's you to catch. that's a really
0: great analogy. Thank you. Yeah. Um, because... Life just throws curveballs all the time, Here's another analogy. And sometimes you're going to catch them and sometimes you're going to miss them. And it's okay. Yeah. It's okay to miss that wave.
1: Is it hard to get over that? Do you have a hard time or do you... I get over it pretty quickly because
3: I know that there's going to be many more op- opportunities to come. So it's, it's like sometimes come and go. Lots of big opportunities come and lots of other opportunities come, but it's... Eventually, I know, I'll know I'll catch some more. So right, yeah,
1: good for you. Mm. My
0: Thank brother-in-law you. was a writer for a long time in Toronto, and he said a day wouldn't go by when he would get a rejection in the mail, and he just got used to catching those rejections. And then sometimes someone would accept an article for for yeah. for a magazine for him, and and he just got used to the fact that. Not every time you're going to be uh, lucky. And yeah. You've certainly noticed that with, with your acting already at, yeah. at 12, did you 30. say? 30. 30. Oh,
1: no, he's 12. <laughs> okay, right.
0: <laughs> I'm trying to think, what? I'm in my 50s, and I don't know if I've learned that lesson yet. Oh, my goodness. Carol, we're running down.
1: All right. So, Avery, if you were walking around Peterborough, and you were going to go in and check out a store, what store would you, be, would you gravitate towards?
3: Well... I know it's a chain store, but I'd say EB Games because, you know, I'm a 12-year-old kid. Okay. Every 12-year-old kid's into their, like, what, video games? Or if they're not into video games, they're into hockey. Or, and sometimes both. Sometimes only video games. But that's not me. <laughs> so.
0: Now, there's two locations yeah. in town, aren't there?
3: Yes, there are.
0: Is there one that you prefer?
3: Not really, actually. They're both They're both good with service. hmm I like the Lansdowne one, because it's a bit closer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... Um, now, I
0: haven't been in there f- since uh, my son was home, and he's at university now, and my, I've got some memories of EB Games, because uh, he went there a lot, too. Can you yeah. just tell the listeners a little bit about what you'd find there?
3: Well, what I'd like to find there is, um, like, games for maybe my, uh, my Nintendo Switch, oh. or my Xbox, so it's mostly just that type of stuff. Sometimes I go in for a controller.
0: What kind of games do you like?
3: I really, really, really love adventure games that are like high-packed action, fighting games. Sometimes I really like puzzle games. There are yes. certain puzzle games that you'll laugh at. One of them I prefer, Human Fall Flat. Oh, I don't
0: know that.
3: You're a rag doll trying, in a 3D world trying to solve a puzzle. So you're basically, like, trying to grab onto walls and each trigger button. It's, like, insane. And you're, you're always don't. walking around like <laughs> like you're made out of jelly, so yeah. that's funny.
0: Do they sell used games there, too?
3: Yes, they do. They sell used games, and you can actually sell your used games there if you'd like. And uh, you can sell your used console or buy a used console. Yeah. It's, yeah...
0: And I've always found the staff at both places always very friendly and helpful.
1: Yeah. I don't know where the other store? I only know the one in Lansdowne. Where's the other store?
0: The other one is. Um,
1: it's it's really close to Montana's. Yeah. Oh, right. okay, over there in yeah. that. Yeah. yeah like and where the right? dollar store? Yeah. beside That dollar store. Okay. Down there. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So do you have you have a Nintendo and an Xbox, right? Yeah. Okay.
0: Are you into this Fortnite game?
1: Uh, ish, I'd,
3: I'd ish. say. Okay. <laughs> I'd say. All uh, the kids
0: I teach are into. Fortnite. Yeah,
3: like it's yeah. it's an addicting game.
0: It seems to that. be. We had uh, pen pal letters from other kids across the province, and they would be sharing their Fortnite passwords with wow. each other.
1: Really, so,
0: making the province smaller.
1: I'm I'm out of it. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're I out of the I loop. <laughs> what it is? No, yeah. but my daughter has. She goes to E. D. Games all the time. She's into her. She loves gaming, yeah. and she's fifteen. So, when you're fifteen, hang out with her, I guess. But I think <laughs> I still think you're more mature than she is. <laughs> I'm only twelve. Please I... relax. Okay. <laughs>
0: we're down to the last question, and wow. I know I always say that.
1: Yeah, we're at number seven already. Avery, wow. Can you tell me something that you, that you treasure?
3: Well, I have like three things, but first of all, family, Mm -hmm. my cat, who wouldn't treasure their cat. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then I have a really special treasure that I got from my uncle, he's a successful comedian, um, uncle Sean Majumder. And he gave me a lucky acting coin. So I always bring it with me. It's like comfort for me. I put it in my pocket. Always bring it with me to my auditions, and it just makes me feel like um, it's more comfortable. Wow, that's amazing.
0: So you must do you have a connection with Newfoundland?
3: Uh yes, I do. Oh. Yeah, I do. Um, mm-hmm. I've been there maybe once in my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, once.
1: Uh but it's. Because really I think nice. that's where
0: Sean's originally from. Yep. That's
3: well, neat. Ish. Ish. <laughs> ish. Yeah, yeah. ish. He's, What's
1: that? what kind of coin is it? Like is it
3: It's actually uh a quarter um a United States quarter, but it's
1: just... so tell me why it's a lucky it's, it's it was it lucky for him and
3: It was lucky for him, so he always um <clears throat> also apparently uh he left a message with the coin when he gave it to me, um, that it will help if I'm in trouble with cops, but I doubt that it'll ever happen. <laughs> <laughs>
0: sounds like Sean Majumber yeah.
3: <laughs> but yeah I mean 25 cents isn't much to help with cops paying like buying me out of jail well I, unless I also it's lucky happen.
0: <laughs> and it, maybe it'll turn into maybe it'll just multiply into all kinds of
3: <laughs> I I don't, I'll go to jail.
0: I don't <laughs> think so either Avery, it's been so fun to have a short chance to get to know you a little bit, and yeah, boy, it's nice to
3: get to know you guys too. I'm
0: really looking forward to watching your name over the next number of years. <laughs> I don't know if I'll see too much of the children's series you're wa- you're uh, in right now. Yeah. Um, although the kids in my class knew about that children's series, so. Uh, maybe maybe I'll hear a little bit more about it, and as things get going with that for you, it'll be great yeah. to to hear about that.
1: And you know, do you, do you ever um, Linda Cash when she does improv? Sometimes she does camps and things like that. Or yeah, she, she does. I've Matt?
3: been in a couple of them. Okay. Um, I've done the teenager one, and then when I was younger, I did the younger kid one, and it was well. It was really fun. It was kind of a cool setup. It's small
1: places, but mm-hmm. yeah.
0: That um, what's that? What's that theater? Theater on King.
1: And it's Papa. Papa. Uh, yeah. is right next door to it, right? So yes. it's like it's all black, right? The yeah. walls are all painted black, yeah. and yeah.
0: You go in that back way into that back alley, <laughs> yeah. and yeah. It always seems a little bit dark back there, but when you get in, and everyone's so friendly.
1: Yeah, I know. I took some improv classes with her too. Yeah. Yeah, and also that she does this. Um, uh, she directs uh, the 24-hour project where you yeah. you you block out a play in a day, you practice it, and then you perform it. And I've done that. She was my director. Wow. So I'm gonna name drop you, okay, <laughs> to her, okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Thanks so much.
3: Thank you for having me, you guys.
1: Hey Andrew, wasn't that fun sitting and chatting with Avery? What an engaging, articulate, animated, inspiring young man.
0: Sure was. And and a 12-year-old talking about the waves of life. How uh, waves come in that are good and waves come in that are bad. and and learning to deal with uh, the positives and the negatives, both in in life and and with the career he's chosen. It was really, it was inspiring to hear him talk about that at 12 years old.
1: Yeah, he really displayed wisdom, you know, beyond his age, right? I mean, I wasn't joking when I said, how old are you? He really, you can just see how mature he is. And uh, I feel like he's going to go far. We're going to hear more about him. I
0: think so. I think that's a name we better all watch for in the next few years. It's fantastic to talk to him. And to our listeners, please, uh, if you're listening to us on a podcast, why don't you go to ptbo.ca and you'll learn a little bit more information about Avery and all the other podcasts we've had.
1: Thanks Thanks for for
3: joining us. us.